0: Hey guys, thanks for joining DC Performance Podcast. I'm Chris Emke. And I'm Alex Hogue over here at Calibrated Power. And today, we decided to get behind the wheel of our 2022 Ram 2500. It has the Cummins inline 6 with the 68 RFE transmission. Um, Alex, we've had a lot of seat time in this truck over the last few weeks. And one of the things that's really unique with the 22s is the question of, is it tunable, is it not tunable? Um, And one of the things I'm really proud to announce now is we are officially live with support on the 2022 Ram Standard Output and High Output trucks. Um, It's a little bit of an unorthodox platform, it's a little bit of an unorthodox uh, type of install from what the Cummins guys have been used to in the past. Um, but nonetheless, we're here and it's tuned. So, um, like I mentioned, we've had a couple of weeks of uh, some travel and stuff like that. Uh, we were recently at UCC. Yeah, right? um, great time all the way around. Yeah, so we've, we've had some, some time to, you know, I've put about 3,500, 3,800 miles on the truck over the last month. Um, so yeah, we figured, you know, let's do a ride along in this thing and kind of talk about some of the benefits and some of the things that, you know, we see can be improved in these platforms and kind of what to expect in the package.
1: Yeah, and in regards to that package, uh, one of the things that makes us a little bit more unorthodox from some of our other tuning platforms that you might be familiar with, uh, biggest thing is you're going to do what's called an ECM swap on one of these. Uh, We will be providing you with that set ECM. Uh, Essentially what that process is going to look like is once you get the product from us, uh, depending on if you've got engine or trans tuning coming with it as well. You'll actually call in to our customer support line. Uh, they'll actually be able to schedule a time with you and walk you through the steps of what this process is going to look like. Yeah. So on the
0: earlier model Rams, you know, pretty much your 03 all the way through your 2021, you know, there's been a flash tool sent to you. You're able to just upload the tuning into the vehicle and the rest is history. Um, in the 2022s at this point in time, there is a lock patch in the factory controller which is going to require you to replace the ECM. So you'll be able to call in with a scheduled appointment and one of our techs will be able to walk you through the installation from start to finish. Um, one of the cool features with this platform is, is we are going to be doing this through a software and hardware called HP Tuner and they offer or give us the ability to enable switch on the fly to be done through the factory steering wheel control. So this offers for a little bit more of a refined sleek operation of how the switch on the fly operation will take place. and. There's no added need for a secondary switch or um you know holes to be drilled in the dash or anything of the sort so now one of the things that separates us over at calibrated power from a lot of the other tuning companies out there is you know we focus heavily on the emissions on side of things mm-hmm. now alex this was your first ucc you know ultimate call out challenge 2023 down in brownsburg indiana and we've had a lot of guys coming up to the booth you know about the podcast about calibrated power and the 22 Ram was a really hot topic so what was some of the feedback that you were getting while we were at that show
1: I think the uh, the biggest thing you know with us being in emissions on company was the amount of people who came to you and asked you know do you have delete tuning for these right. 22s wow. and it was really cool to see you kind of change their opinion about the delete tuning culture yeah. uh, with some of the um, opportunities you know that we've been able to do here with emissions on tuning
0: well, I think there's a there's a stigma, and I mean it's it's crazy to think. I've been in this industry professionally for about 10 years now. And uh, you know to see that stigma still be very real and very true to a lot of guys' hearts that if you wanna make power with one of these trucks, you have to remove the emissions or the emissions is gonna be a bottleneck and cap you in improving on the truck's overall operation. Um, you know, I always question guys like, what are you looking for in a tune? What are you looking to gain? Are you looking to gain better throttle response? Because I can do that. Are you looking to improve the torque curve of the motor? and give the truck a wider operating range to make it more efficient, we can do that. Um, I get a lot of complaints with the 68 RFE transmissions. They're very clunky, they don't shift very nicely. We can take care of all of that as well, right? So for example, this truck, it's a 2022, it's a 2500, so that's gonna be equipped with the 68 RFE and it has our refined trans tuning into the truck. I'll tell you what, being a Cummins guy through and through, I would never buy one of these trucks and leave it stock for the simple fact that I don't like the way the 68 shift. We have luxury of being at the shop with a lot of the Fords and the GM platforms, ultimately those trucks shift nicer. They drive nicer from the factory. The 68s, I would put right in line with one of those trucks, but they need a little bit of help in that aspect. So, you know, you're going to get line pressure control you're going to get shift strategy improvement you're going to get converter strategy improvement and we're going to offer you a couple of different style trans tunes that can work specifically to you and your application based on tire size gear ratio turbocharger that kind of thing but to what you were asking or what you were mentioning when we were at ucc a lot of guys think that the emissions are really going to hinder the type of power that the truck can potentially create and uh you know i always joke around with guys and say hey you know you want to go emissions on or you want to go emissions off you're still limited by the same limiting factors if it's a 68 truck it's the factory trans we're going to have to do a valve body upgrade or a torque converter upgrade in order to bump that power up that limitation lies whether the truck is emissions on or the truck is emissions off Another limitation that we see with these trucks is, let's say you do the transmission upgrade, or maybe you have an HO truck with the ACE and TRANS, well, your next limitation is going to be the turbocharger. So the emissions are nowhere in the limiting area of the power capabilities that these things can create. One of the big things too that we see is, guys don't want to see their trucks regen all the time. Well, in a good calibration, we can actually help improve some of that air fuel control and we can get the truck to actually operate on a cleaner scale than what the factory even allotted. That's gonna offer the truck to be more efficient. That's gonna allow the truck to operate uh, in, in a more reliable manner. Um, you know so those are some of those things that you know at the end of the day guys want better drivability they want better throttle response they
1: want to get a little bit more reliability out of the truck and they want to pick up some power in the process and it's funny you say that as well because i think uh, we had a, a few people um still with that stigma like you were talking about and one of the things i kept hearing over and over again well if you have emissions compliant truck and you tune it doesn't that hurt the emissions equipment yeah. and i mean to to answer that question on a on a wide scale,
0: I can't sit there and tell you that all emissions tuning is equal. Just like all tuning in general isn't equal. Just like all aftermarket parts that are on the market are not all considered equal. Um, but when you put a good tune in the truck and the truck is mechanically sound and you don't have any mechanical hiccups, you know the truck isn't going to be hurt or more taxing due to having the emissions on the truck. Now. If I'm going to be beating the crud out of the truck day in and day out, I'm just as susceptible to hurting it in factory form as I would with a tune. So it really just comes down to vehicle maintenance and driving it with an appropriate foot.
1: Yep, and that makes complete sense, and I really hope that starts to clear up some of the stigmas behind this tuning.
0: And I think, you know, I've, over the years, I've seen guys that, you know, hey, I want to try to do it emissions on, I want to try something different. And the outcome has always been very positive. You know, we're not in the era of 07, 08, 09 trucks with the early emissions. Like we're in the era of a 2022, 2023 year model truck. You know i'm not saying that there aren't emissions issues that still potentially come into play but i would say that the same type of issues that a lot of guys are afraid of dealing with from years past are no longer present those situations are behind us
1: yeah and on top of that with the technology and how far it's yeah. come you know in the last 10 to 12 years if you will you have a lot of mapping right there's a lot of control in the factory controller to kind of help improve
0: some of that stuff you know one thing i always note is my old 2015 ram that truck you know had twin turbos for a very long time it had upgraded fuel components from Exergy Performance, and that was a truck that made really good power and was very unorthodox for its time. Uh, back in 2019, we actually pulled the factory EGR off of the truck to service it, and uh, we put a couple GoPros on that EGR system. And that truck had never lived an easy life. And I thought that that was a really good uh, position for us to say, Hey, here's what a higher horsepower emissions on truck looks like. If there is an EGR that should be bad, or if there was a you know a carbon buildup that should have taken place that would have been the truck to do it Mm. and it was one of those where uh you know I still use that video and those pictures to this day as reference to guys to kind of illustrate and show you know that we're not just smoking mirrors right there is some validity to this Um, now when it comes to the 22 specifically the tuning strategy is going to be very similar to what we have done in the 19s and the 20s and the 21s the biggest issue or the biggest hiccup is simply going to be the fact that the ECM needs to be swapped out, which adds that extra level of uh, complexity into
1: the install. Yeah, and in regards to that ECM swap, you know, I think what we do over here at Calibrated Power is kind of different than a lot of the other tuning companies where we actually have a technical support line you can call Monday through Friday 9 to 5. Yeah, no, that's a big
0: thing. I got off the phone earlier with a gentleman who you know, bought tuning from a third party and he was having issues and he had mentioned that everything's in a ticket system, everything's via email, nothing's on the phone and he's frustrated, his truck's down. You know, we identify internally that, you know, these trucks are very expensive, Um, you know, you don't want your truck down, you wanna offer or have a service that is kind of a cut and dry, very clean cut operation where, you know, you could spend the money, your truck's not gonna be down, You know that you're in good hands. Not only are you buying good quality tunes, but you have a support system to support the product as it might not be something that you deal with on a daily basis, like something like we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we deal with it on a daily basis. So what I'd like to do is uh, I want to pull over up here ahead and I want to get you behind the wheel of this thing. I want you to, to drive it and I want to get some first impressions. Like I said, I've had a ton of seat time in this thing. Um, I'm a big fan of the way it shifts, I'm a big fan of the throttle input, I'm a big fan of how the truck holds and maintains a gear you know, when it's moving forward, um, but I want to get you behind the wheel and take it for a little drive and kind of see uh, from an outsider looking in how this thing reacts for you.
1: Awesome, and I'm really excited to do that here with you
0: today. All right, so a little uh, fire drill action you know, <laughs> with that stop sign behind us. and. Uh, Alex, what do you think? You know, initial initial
1: uh, impression. Overall, I really like it. Um, these are very comfortable trucks to drive. Uh, you definitely get a good bird's eye view of everything going around. And with our tuning, I mean, it really kind of wakes up the engine in yeah. these trucks. I mean, the
0: initial throttle response, one of the things I get a ton of complaints with in the uh, in the fourth gen Dodge mm-hmm. and, of course, the fifth gen is uh, the delay or, you know, the throttle is very lethargic, right, there's mm-hmm. just, it's not very linear, you have to get really heavy into the throttle for the truck to register and actually pick up and go. Um, coming up to the stop sign here, we'll take a right. So, you know, one of the things that we always try to look at is, is how do we make that throttle I don't want to say sensitive because I don't want to make the throttle so sensitive that you touch it and it's it's snappy, but more so, you know, make it more refined. You know, let 5% be 5%, 10% be 10%. And that's one of the things over at the shop we've always referred to as drivability, right? Mm-hmm. We want the truck to drive of a factory stature, but more refined, making it more responsive or more predictable as to what it's going to do right cut out some of those dead spots cut out some of those laggy responses that the trucks from the factory tend to have more so in the 68 or in the the ram platform more than what i would say you'd see in the gm in the fords
1: Yeah, no, and I totally agree with that. And uh, something I've been meaning to ask you on this trip, you know, you've been a a big Cummins guy ever since you've been in the industry and you know, with all the models that you've owned, how do you compare the 22s versus some of the other trucks that you've had in the past?
0: Well, I mean, you know, the 22 in my opinion is the same as the 19s, 20s and the 21s, right? It's it's all under that fifth gen umbrella, okay? So yeah, you have the ECM swap, which puts this thing on its own separate island in a sense. you know, but this is the newest of the newest, right? Like this is the most refined platform that Ram has ever come to the public with. Um, And that was the same way with my first impressions driving the 15 when I had bought that. That was the most refined Ram platform, you know, at its time and for my case, like that truck's always gonna hold a special spot in my heart as being, you know, one of the true stepping stones coming from an 0759 into that 1567. Um, but I would say, you know, all in all, Ram really knocked this truck out of the park, besides the interior, which we're not here to go <laughs> over, you know, uh, certain things like that. but just the refineness of the truck itself. They go to a 373 gear ratio in the 2500s, where in the 15 models or your 13 to 18 models specifically, uh, they had a 342 gear with the 68 RFE. So the 373s in the the 68s definitely give the truck a little bit more of a peppiness to it. Um, These things just, they're quiet. They tow like a dream. They're just, they're really a refined, really nice overall machine that, uh, you know, I've had a lot of great times in this truck, putting some miles on this. Um, It made me want to buy a newer one, right? So I ended up recently purchasing the 20 myself. Um, And it's just, it's one of those things where as these newer platforms uh, become available, you know, you get to that next level of refinement and, and different things that the OEMs are trying to come to the market with.
1: Yeah, and in addition to, you know, kind of talking about all of the generations of these newer trucks uh with our tuning what are the horsepower numbers that you're going to see with something like this
0: so it's pretty standard whether it is the 68 or if it's the asin the power levels that we offer it's a 20 horse heavy tow a 40 horse light tow an 80 horse street tune and then it's a 100 horsepower sport tune and these power levels are all at the rear tire okay overstock Where things get a little dicey is the 2500 trucks baseline around 340 horsepower and the ASIN trucks baseline at roughly 400 wheel horsepower. So the power levels over stock are the same as far as horsepower increase, but the peak powers are different because the 3500 HO versus the 2500 or the standard output 3500 baseline at different power levels so um, in a 68 RFE truck the baseline is 340 we're able to go upwards of about 440 450 to the tire and if it was an HO truck the baseline at 400 horsepower we're actually able to create about 500 to the tire now if that 68 RFE truck has upgraded trans components specifically the valve body um, we could turn that trucks power output to that 500 horsepower range as well. So for us, it's all about the reliability game. We wanna keep trucks on the street. I don't wanna provide a tune that's gonna to be too hot, that's gonna potentially hurt the stock trans or put that truck out of commission. So you know, any of the times anyone calls over at the shop, we ask those questions. That way we can set you up with the appropriate product for the application and not
1: overpower the truck. And Chris, you know, for viewers at home uh, who are looking at getting into a a valve body modification on their 22, do you have uh, any brands or companies you would recommend looking at before purchasing? I mean, RevMax, that's a company
0: that we've worked with very uh, closely over the years. You know that's a company that i could tell you they offer a great product they have their zero flex billet valve body for the 68s of all years so regardless of it being a 22 or a fifth gen dodge they have them for the four gens they have them for the third gens been working with them a lot done a bunch of those over the years um there are some other guys out there i know um you know 68s are becoming more and more of a a a transmission topic for a lot of aftermarket trans builders, Um, but for our first-hand experience, you know, it's kind of in that RevMax piece to to get us up and going. So, you know, it's uh, one of those things that, you know, if you guys have any questions or have any interest on that, you can always reach out over at the shop, Calibrated Power, we'd be glad to help. Um, I think for us, Alex, we're going to take this thing on the open road, get a couple more miles under our belt, and uh, we'll wrap this thing up. So, for listeners, I'm Chris Emke. And I'm Alex Hogue. I've been lied to better before.